What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode. I am in sunny today, Seoul, South Korea, and I've just had an amazing three-day experience just experiencing Seoul in a very different way than I have before on my last two visits out here. And I really, really wanted to take the time while I'm physically here in the environment to walk you guys through what I've experienced and the beauty of Seoul and why it's important to get out and start traveling again and seeing the world. And not just the places that you're used to going, right? The popular places, if you will, the overly frequently visited destinations now such as Japan, and honestly, sometimes even Thailand. But with that, um, I just want to jump right into it. I was very fortunate to be a part of Connections Luxury Soul. It is a luxury conference that uh, kind of takes place uh, in various places throughout the world. But I was a part of the Soul Connection, where suppliers, that means people who uh, handle all in-destination activities for clients who come and visit places throughout the world, uh, this and this this time was particularly Seoul. Uh, they come together with buyers like myself. Again, I am a luxury travel agent. So I send my clients to these places and I work with partners in destination to provide them with the very best of the best experience, right? No matter what you're looking to do, if you're just looking to relax on the beach, you want the best hotels, you want dinner reservations, you want the best luxury travel experience that you can possibly have. It is my job to one, find the right destination, find the right hotel, and then work with the right partners and destination to give you the very best of the best experience, right? So we all came together for an amazing three-day conference where uh, we talked to each other and not just about business, right? It's about soul itself, the heartbeat, what makes soul special, what makes it unique, which hotels would you recommend and why, which activities are worth doing and which aren't, um, and which places in soul are worth exploring. So there's so many things I can talk about that came from that. Uh, that came from the conference that we had. Again, I met amazing people, which again, for me is always, always the highlight. It's the people that you meet when you go out and you travel and you go to a different place. All the suppliers were Korean. Um, there were a few people who were foreign who have businesses here, but everyone was Korean. So it was great working with local people here who are really from the place that you're sending people and they can really give you that insight that you can't really get from Google, that you can't really feel from an article, that you don't really connect with from a video, right? It's something you aspire to connect with, but you know, videos, Instagrams, they're just short and small bits and pieces and snippets of what the actual place feels like. So I wanna take a few steps back. So again, I was in Seoul twice, right? I went on my own with my friend Brad, not on my own, with my friend Brad who brought me here. And this was before I was, in my opinion, a very experienced traveler. I think Seoul was maybe the fourth or fifth country I'd been to after I'd just moved to Taiwan. Of course, you know, Thailand and Cambodia were my first two, and then it was, Seoul, Korea, and then it was the Olympics where I went all over Europe, right? Um, and when I came, uh, Brad planned everything. Uh, we were not luxury at all. We stayed in a hostel. Uh, we went to the, you know, the popular young people areas at the time. And this was like 10 years ago. And Seoul is very different now. So we went to Hongdae area, um, which is where Hongdae University is. And again, I was in my early 20s, so it makes sense to stay near that area. Um, the parties were amazing. The streets were filled with people. The drinks were flowing. The music was great. They play hip hop music. Shout out to that. Um, and people danced. And people talked. People drank soju. They had a great time. So I remember Hongdae for that right? The emotional connection I had just because of how much fun I had. I just enjoyed my time there. Um, I, I, of course, went to Itaewon, which was the international area where you would see more of the foreign population. Again, back then, 
no Google, not that much internet, relying on maps and cell phones that weren't connected to everything. They were literally just for calling someone or texting. Um, so you really wanted to go to areas where you could meet different people who could tell you more about the place you were, you were exploring. So my first time was a lot of that. And then I also went to the demilitarized zone, also known as the DMC in Seoul, DMZ in Seoul, um, which is where you can go to the border between Seoul and North Korea and you can be very close to that border and see how the military and the the soldiers there conduct things it's a very very intense experience it was great i got to meet korean soldiers i also went to a baseball game while i was here last time a korean baseball game is lively it is everything um it is an absolutely amazing amazing experience unlike american baseball games for sure the energy is just there everybody's active and engaged there's drinking Okay, maybe it is like American baseball game, but it's on a whole different level. There's cheerleaders dancing, like there's so many things going on. It was an absolutely amazing experience. The second time I came back, not gonna lie, brought my friends. We were just hanging out. <laughs> we didn't have too much on the agenda. We just wanted a weekend away in Taiwan and Korea just seemed like a cool place to go. We had never, my friends had never been and I wanted to bring them. Um, this time, it was, it's more about the culture, right? And it's more about the people and it's more about the connections. And it's not just connections to the business people that I was talking to, not just those connections, connections to the culture, connections to the people, connections to the experiences you can actually have. Fun fact, you guys maybe don't know this if you're listening and you've never been to Korea. There's an island here with beaches. There's mountains that you can go hiking on. There's trails, beautiful trails all along the city and outside of the city. There's traditional villages that, that, that you can visit and meet people who still live in traditional style housing. The architecture here is amazing. The hotels, the luxury hotels are breathtaking. The water, the river that runs from north to south along the island, I'm sorry, along Korea is absolutely amazing to see, especially from the top of a hotel, top of a rooftop bar, the top of any building, or just walking along the street. Did you guys know that there are cherry blossoms in Korea and they're just as beautiful as the ones in Japan? The scenery is amazing. These are just some of the things that I relearned and some things were just I completely learned that are new about experiencing Korea. Wearing, being able to wear the traditional wedding, <laughs> traditional wedding gowns in Korea, which was, I didn't realize it was traditional wedding attire. I thought it was just tr traditional Korean attire, uh, but I was able to put it on. If you follow my Instagram, you'll see the photo there again, carljr.cj, but on Instagram. But yeah, it was just amazing to actually put the clothes on and have somebody explain what a traditional Korean wedding looks and feels like. That was amazing to see. To see a live art performance um, in Korea House, where uh, these amazing women came out and they were standing and they were playing what looked like standing drums. Um, and it was maybe five or six of them for each person. And they were two hands and they were hitting them in unison for about, I recorded it, about 10 consecutive minutes without pausing, without stopping. And they were bending over and they were spinning around in circles. It was just such an amazingly like breathtaking experience of combination of history and culture and art all in one moment. And it's just things like this that really left me like, wow. You know, when you think of Asia, Japan pops up for most people. Vietnam even pops up for most people. Now, if you want the island experience, you think of Indonesia. But Seoul has a lot of soul. <laughs> Y'all see what I did there. Seoul is captivating in and of itself. To me, like I told someone, I said, it kind of feels like Chicago where Chicago has everything, right? It has the four seasons, not the hotel, but four seasons, winter, summer, spring, and fall. Um, and it has so much to do for each season. 
Now, they said, uh, soul is a lot more humid in the summer than Chicago, so they recommend the spring and the fall, so you can kind of miss that humidity, because Chicago has the wind, so while it may be humid some days, it's mostly just a beautiful, beautiful summer weather. So I think it's the greatest city in the world, because you get everything in that city. I don't like the cold, but you get everything. And Seoul really feels like that. But there's so much more beyond Seoul, right? There's Busan, which is near and on the beach, the beach area. And so you want to spend four days in Seoul, you can go down to Busan, get on the beach. You want to go to an island? There's Jeju Island. So much history and culture and hiking and outdoor activities and beaches there as well. If you want traditional, there's Andong, which is right outside of Seoul. Not outside of Seoul, but two hours from Seoul. On the train, you can go and stay in a traditional hanok, which is a traditional style living, uh, living and accommodation in Korea. Right? You can actually have that experience all within 10 to 14 days staying in South Korea. Right? Right outside of Seoul. Again, there's many other islands as well. There's many other places, but these are the ones that really stood out to me. There's so many cities along the East Coast, along the West Coast, and out. Like, there's just so much that Seoul has to offer that you can probably hear it in my voice. It just makes me excited. Again, I didn't see everything. There's still things left, still, still, still stones left for me to unturn or to turn. I think I said that right. I'm not editing that out, y'all. You guys know what I meant. But yeah, um, there's just so much left to see and so much soul and soul. And I'm really rejuvenated um, and re inspired to send people here to collaborate. The hospitality is second to none. The English ability, people who care about that, who need people who can communicate in their language. I know it can be stressful sometimes traveling to a different place and not having that and worrying about, oh, people understand me. How will I eat food? Don't worry. Everyone here has a working knowledge of English. Most people do. And the places that you'll most likely visit, they definitely do, right? Because tourism is very important for big cities, for countries, for the world. It drives the world in many ways. But what I learned about the food is that when I first used to travel, and this was many, many years ago, I didn't try a lot. I tried everything this time, and everything was delicious. We had a kimchi making class. It was great to see the process of how, I don't necessarily really like kimchi, it's not my cup of tea, but I know plenty of people who do, but just making it and learning the history behind it, and then the things that we made, we donated it to children in need. We just made kimchi and donated it immediately. It was an absolutely wonderful experience. So there's so many things you can do here to understand the culture, right? Yes, I understand vacations are about relaxation most of the time. Beaches and, and chilling and Instagram-worthy places. And don't worry, South Korea has all of that. Not just Seoul. South Korea has all of that. All of that nestled into one just amazing country with absolutely amazing people. And Seoul is worth visiting. Andong is worth visiting. Jeju Island is worth visiting. Busan is worth visiting. I definitely wanted to make sure I hopped on again. I'm going to go way, way more into just my overall 18-day adventure in Asia and just connecting all the countries that I visited. But Korea in particular really, really is an untapped gem. It isn't as frequently visited, but it's growing. And I encourage you all to get out and experience Korea before it gets crowded as many other places as we you know, once had as our favorites. Um, will will inevitably become because there's just so much here. The government itself is investing so much in you know the infrastructure and the activities and everything that this place can offer to people. Again, some of the some of the other highlights. Uh, I was talking to a guy who runs some of the tours here. 
Um, and he takes people to do like, first of all, Korean chicken is amazing. So there's a chicken and beer thing that I recommend you guys check it out. Again, it's not not a black thing, but hey, I like chicken, so whatever. Um, but yeah, the chicken and beer experience was pretty amazing. You can make, uh, I think, a traditional soy sauce that they have. You can do things like that. Um, that was great. A cooking class. Like, you know, you think of Bali, Indonesia and Bali, Indonesia. Indonesia, Thailand, you, you really think about cooking class, right? Because the food is exotic, but Korean or feel is exotic, but Korean food is amazing as well. And a Korean cooking class would be so much fun. Like Korean food is delicious. Korean barbecue is fantastic. And just understanding via the cooking class, why they cook things the way that they do, the thought and the effort put behind it is just also always very, very inspiring. Um, again, there's just so many, so, so many things uh, to choose from and so so many things that you can do and the last thing that i want to leave off on it is an untapped gem out here in south korea is the art culture here my goodness the art culture here is second to none there's so many international art there's so many styles and different variations of art that take place in seoul and other cities throughout south korea is certainly worth experiencing and it's so rich and so deep. I asked people, like the partners that were here, um, about art, and all of them had a different answers as to how clients and people who come and visit Seoul can experience the art culture here. 100% recommend. If you're an artist, if you're looking for different ways to encounter and interpret and experience art, Seoul, South Korea, it's definitely the place for you to come and reach out to me. I'll definitely give you guys uh, references, but there's so much to see, so many amazing museums, so many amazing artists that are featured here. There's just so much. There's almost too much and definitely worth checking out. And last but not least, K-pop. I know you guys are like, oh, did you do anything with K-pop? Well, no, I didn't get a chance to, but I know one thing. You can record your own album here. <laughs> you can have a private experience recording your own K-pop album or K-pop song here in Korea. You can also go backstage and see where BTS hangs out and does their recording and other K-pop stars. Like, it's so cool. Now, getting tickets for concerts and stuff is very, very hard, even for Koreans. That was something that they continuously said. Like, no matter how much money you get, it's hard to get tickets because of its popularity. But absolutely can have those private experiences where you see where they, where they record, where they are, maybe run into a K-pop group or not. But it's definitely there. So again, in a very short episode, I hope I've really, really captured the essence of my shock and awe with South Korea. Again, not just Seoul, the amazing cities outside of it as well. But man, it's so worth coming here and experiencing. It's a little chilly now. It's like Chicago 40s. Um, but as the springtime approaches and as the fall approaches, and if you don't mind the heat, sure, check out the summer. If you want to see cherry blossoms, come here in April, May. Like there's so much here. And I'm so fortunate to have been able to come revisit. And I'm even more fortunate to be able to help others come to experience Seoul and South Korea and the many amazing cities in South Korea and islands in South Korea, as I have and will continue to do in the future. You guys know me. I'm Carl, the black expat. I'm out here traveling. I'm out here doing some quite amazing things. Again, I am re-inspired to continue to not just travel and post, but travel and share and travel and inspire. That is the main reason why I podcast. That's why I will always continue to share. Because I, it's no use in having all these amazing photos and these amazing experiences and not sharing and allowing for other people to 
maybe be inspired to want to go and have similar experiences or just learn something that they may not get a chance to ever do, but at least they've heard about it. They know about it. They can talk about it, right? Small talk is kind of hard when you do the same thing every day. Trust me, I know. It was hard. <laughs> it's hard for me when I went back to America. It's like, man, Taiwan, it was different things every day in America. It's very much so a routine culture. But yeah, still love it. Love my home country. Love my hometown. And I love South Korea. It's a great place, guys. Check it out. That's all for me today. Again, I know, I know I was supposed to give you guys Thailand and Indonesia content. I am sorry. I just could not find a quiet place. I was snorkeling, climbing mountains. I, again, follow my Instagram or go back and look at the videos I posted because the stories are gone. But the videos, y'all, I was busy. But I will go back and share my uh, feedback on Thailand and my feedback on Indonesia fairly soon. So please look out for that. That'll be the following episodes. But thank you all for tuning in. My name is Carl. The Black Expat, we out you.